Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Oh, man. All done. Finally. That was a conference. Oh, it was great. That was a good conference. Oh, man. Did you see the photos? Oh, I have been looking at them and loving them. Barbara Brad took all those photos. They look great. They'll, uh, we'll have some of those in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Got to check that out. And I, did we get the audio recorded? There were some I questions about that. Yeah, I have no idea. If we did, we're going to put that up too. I got to yeah, talk yeah. to Pastor Brian about that. Mm-hmm. Like we that say was, we're going to do every year and we don't. Yeah. yeah. We do the audio every year. What? Did we actually do it? Yeah. Where? Yeah. It's on. It's Go go to the thing. You can see it on, on our website. What thing? On our website. What website? DoctrineDevotion.com. Is that ours? That's where you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You go there, you go to the previous year's conference, bang, 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 boom, boom, boom. Boom, you boom, get boom. All the, you get all the stuff. Doug Logan was there. It was good. Yeah. Nick Batzig's. Oh, man. Nick Batzig was amazing. Phil and Jasmine Holmes. Mm-hmm. They were, Jen Thorne. Jen Thorne rocked it. Yep. Uh, and you know, our jam was there. Yeah. Who was our jam? <laughs> the Jimmy Hamilton's. Oh, Jimmy Hamilton's. Jimmy Hamilton's jam. is my jam. You know you know what's funny is, um, he's uh, he while well, he's preaching right now at Redeemer, so like, the, we're... We have three services at Redeemer. Yeah. I sat in the first two. Mm-hmm. And I um, went to the second. And Jimmy was in the second one. But now it's the third one. And as good as James Hamilton's sermon was, I don't need to hear it a third time. So we're sitting no, no, back you here. Might need to I hear probably it do need to hear it a third do. time, but that I'm not going man, to hear it a listen, third time. You got to head on over to the, to the website, to the Redeemer website, and listen to that sermon. That yeah. was... That's fire. Gospel that, gold. That was... I, I John 3. But he tied it. Not only to Ezekiel 36, which we know. Like, yeah. you know, you yeah, go yeah, to, yeah. not his duh, that he tied Ezekiel 36 to Ezekiel 37 like that. Oh, that was, he did that. He was so hot. It was so hot. It was, <laughs> it was the hotness. Awesome, dude. It was so <laughs> I feel so bad. His son's right here yeah. going, what is going on All right, right now? So, so his son, his son, Luke, right? His Luke. What, the, the, here, let me tell you what's annoying about Luke, right? Luke's sitting behind me right here. Mm-hmm. But Luke, how old are you? Okay, goodness sake. The kid's 11, and he's got the thickest head of hair. It's just like this. No, this is a, it, this is a Bieber protege the, right like here. He's, this got is, the, <laughs> he's got like the most awesome hair. Jimmy wants this guy. This no, kid's it's, hair. That's, a, that's, that's some, some great good hair. hair. That's yeah, some great no oh, hair. Look at that. Look at that. He's so, all embarrassed mm, to get red. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll. Are you on social media? Luke? No, don't. No, you don't. You on social You don't put 11-year-old no, kids' I'm information asking, out there. I'm not telling what it is. Are you on social media? Yeah. Okay, no, there yeah. you go. Good, yeah. good for you. You shouldn't be too young. It's a crazy world out there. So, anyways, Wait, hold on. Is your daughter on it? Yeah, but she's eight, she's seventeen, turning eighteen. No, I'm talking about Maddie. Oh, but yeah, she's like she's like twenty three. <laughs> she in, you know, he's like seven. <laughs> no, but I mean, like you know, she's very mature. <laughs> <laughs> so we're hanging out in my office while mm-hmm. Dr. Jimmy Hamilton's is preaching the third sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to redeemerfellowship.org. Uh, is that org.com? Yeah, dot org and, and just click Listen. on the sermons, the sermon oh. series. It is a great it is sermon. It's really, really good. I was happy. To, but we're taking the time now because we realize we've been so busy with the conference, we didn't record an episode for tomorrow. Nope, nope. And so, Joe, we're going to be looking at the 1689. We're going to be starting chapter 16, mm-hmm. and we're going to just do paragraph one. All right. So I think that's on good works, right? Yep. Let okay. me go. Can I I'll go ahead and read it? You read it because I'm still getting there to the website. All right. Here we go. Good works are only such as God has commanded in his holy word, and not such as without the warrant thereof 
are devised by men out of blind zeal or upon any pretense of good intentions. Man, that is a great paragraph. And I love that there is a par- a, a chapter on good works because mm-hmm. good works get a bad rap by some uh, by some professing Christians. Oh, especially Protestants because we protest against that kind yeah, of stuff. We're not saved by works. No, no, only yeah. by the grace of God. And, you know, listen, the Catholics will sometimes push back. The Catholics are like, hey, dummy, uh, good works are important. And sometimes we're so defensive, we're so reactionary to the belief that we can be justified by our works that mm-hmm. we don't always know as Christians and as churches, we don't always know what to do with these works. So 1689 in the Reformed tradition has a really good, healthy, biblical understanding of good works and that they do belong in the Christian life. Mm-hmm. In fact, if your faith doesn't have works, James says. Oh, I, I believe it's dead. Yeah. Uh, that means it's not good for anything, he says. Mm-hmm. Good for nothing. It's not real faith. It's not saving faith. It is just a dead faith. But now there's a difference here, though. It's not just uh, obe- like blind obedience in the sense that we're just kind of doing these things. But there's there's something that's with that obedience, though, right? What do you mean? Well, like it's done It's done in faith. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, and in faith in God, right, uh, and and Christ and what He has done for us, His works is for our salvation. So yes. we have faith in His goodness, and so we're obeying in response to what He has already done, right. And th- I mean, this is where you you want to you want to be a little technical, right? Yeah. We are saved by good works. We're just not saved by our good works. Exactly. We are saved by the good works of Jesus. He kept the law perfectly, and we do not keep the law perfectly. His active righteousness met all of God's standards for righteousness, and his passive righteousness satisfied God's wrath against mm-hmm. all sin. And so that all that righteousness is uh, ours now. And we are justified by Christ and what he did. So the good works that we have, like you're saying, Jimmy, mm-hmm. stem from faith, Yep, right? Which is why they're good. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But these works, um, like it says in paragraph one, are not just anything. You can't just go figure out like, oh, you know what? I helped a lady across the street. Good works. My, you know what my good now, that work? might not as good. That is a good That's work. That's good, good to do. Yeah, it's a good thing to mercy. do. It's, it's yeah, a it's work a merciful, of mercy. Yeah. Thing. But like, you can't say like, uh, like well, you know what my good work is? What's that? Uh, my good work is not annoying uh, Jimmy, but by um, giving him a, a present that I bought for him online. That's my good work. That's what it is. So like, I'm not going to be mean to you. I'm going to be nice to you by buying you a present. That's not a good work. Did you buy me a present? No, oh, it's not man, a good work. I, I thought that was like a segue no, to no, like, I was it's not like, a good wow, work. I only do good works. My man. good work, I, re- I rebuke you. That's a good work. Well, see, I mean, like it's it, uh, a good work then is not like, uh, you know, I, I have brought Joe along on this podcast ride and brought him out of obscurity oh, really? yeah. to online fame. You're yeah. welcome. Well, that's Joe. not a good work because that's not even real. That's not even a real thing. Yes, it is. I because brought you podcast, out of my the darkness podcast, into the I light. Brought, I brought you, you out of obscurity. No one knew about you. Into no the glory that is the D&D if it wasn't Enterprise for me writing and now your Empire. booklets for so you. Whatever you had to do was basically on basically just sat there on my coattails by anybody. Good thing I got these mics for you. For us. Us. Yeah. Well, no, but I did yeah. it for you. Yeah. But then, then we paid you back. For us. So so, so we're square. Anyways. What's the point? Good works come from where? They come from, right, says here, uh, that God has commanded in his holy word, Micah 6, 8, he, uh, he has told you, oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Right. So it's, it, we wouldn't know what the good works are if God didn't tell us what the good works are. Exactly. We'd be left to our own imagination. We'd be coming up with some crazy things. Mm-hmm. But God actually tells us 
listen, this is a gift. His law is a gift. Yeah. Where people are always like, well, the law is bad. It doesn't save. Listen, the law doesn't save you, but the law is still good. Yeah. Because the law tells you what is right, what is appropriate, what is wrong. Mm -hmm. The law tells you what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And so, no, your obedience to that law doesn't save you. And it's not even that law that can, that that damns you. Your sin is what damns you. Correct. It, the law just highlights that it is sin. Right. So yeah, you could say that the law condemns you in a sense, but it is it is not the law's fault. It's your sin. That's right. So the law is good. The commands of God are good, and it's mm-hmm. a grace that we we now know what He wants us to do. So then, what are those things that He wants us to do according to to Micah six eight? Well, you you uh, you love. We see. Did, I wasn't listening to you when you talked, so I have to recall it from memory. Oh. Quiet, Luke. Don't judge me. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what does the Lord like, require of you? Talking about but me? to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God. All right. That's, what that's right. So, to love kindness. Yeah. But yeah. To, well, it depends on the translation. So, yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna go, I'm pulling it from the Hebrew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> pulling it from the Hebrew. Anyway. So, uh, so to do justice, right? We've mm-hmm. talked about this before. Uh, it's not enough to be. Pro justice, but then not actually do something about it. Yeah. You actually have to be invested. Yeah, you can't just give it lip service to mm-hmm. say that I want to see justice prevail in this land or in this this people group or in my community, and yet not stand up for that justice. Right. So, and now, how do we know what justice is? Well, we we have the Word of God, and mm-hmm. where do we look? Well, we can look throughout it, but we can start with something like the Ten Commandments. Mm. You know, we have the uh, the Decalogue. And so we, we look at this and we see how we are to treat one another, especially yeah. in commandments, you know, five through 10. So we can look at the law of God. We can look at the New Testament exhortations as well. It's all law when it comes down to commands or imperatives. So that's where we get an understanding of what justice is, yeah. that which it conforms to the righteous character of God. But it's not just to do justice. It's also to love mercy. And yeah. see, what, what I've noticed is, it's it's easier for Christians to do mercy than to love mercy. What's the difference between that? Are you talking about like that they, they're okay doing it, but they don't like it for others? Or yeah, what do you no, mean by that? What I, what I mean is like I, I've known this in my – I've seen it in myself. Okay. Oh, I will, I will do the thing that shows compassion for somebody, but I'm annoyed. Oh, so you do it under almost I, under compulsion. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do the mercy, but I don't love the mercy. It's like, okay – uh, it's merciful for me um, not to publicly shame the guy on Twitter that just uh, uh, said something really dumb. Mm. But but so but so I don't do it. But inside I want to do it. But you realize we did do it for Thursday's episode, right? Oh, but that's acceptable. That's different. <laughs> you do realize that was because we recorded that, that episode yeah. yesterday. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but that was that was different. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the Lord moving in us. That was doing justice. Did you forget that, was, that we did that? was doing justice. Did you forget that I might have forgot. Did. I might have forgot might that we did that. that. Yeah. I wasn't paying it. I wasn't paying attention. Were the mics on when we did that? <laughs> it was on. Hey, wait for Thursday's episode. Wait for Thursday's episode where, yeah. where, where Joe does. Ne- I, got, I got a little annoyed. Joe does neither doing mercy or loving mercy. No. <laughs> you I, uh, reflect neither of those no, things. I just, um, I, 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 I love jerk. That's what I was just being a jerk. That's what I was being. So anyways. Um, so yeah, that's what I did. We're supposed to like do justice, but and yeah. love mercy and walk humbly with God. And the way that that's fleshed out is by all the other commands in scripture, like these, you know, the, the big principle of loving God and loving your neighbor yeah. that sums up the law, but it has to be seen in a very particular way. Mm-hmm. And so what we need to watch out for is those people that would say, well, good works, um, are, are are the following, and they give you a laundry list of things that you should do or shouldn't do. Mm, but and it's usually things that they 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 tend to excel in, right? <laughs> yeah, like uh, the people that 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 like to say like, oh, you should you know, drinking is always wrong. 
they we uh they these are people that have never had a drink in their life and yeah. so it's they're not basing this on a biblical argument as much as it is a religious uh, argument and so yeah, but, and then, and some of them might, though might have struggled with that in the past yeah, but those so are the people that are reaction yeah, many of those people though hold that for themselves not for everybody right and I that's agree. That, that's the difference so we, we we're talking about like blind zeal uh mm. in, in a lot of this right even if you have you know, good intentions. Uh, that doesn't make the the law that you are holding out for other people to observe good. It's a mm-hmm. good work if it is commanded of you. And so that's how we know. So one of the things that I think is important for us is to have a mindset. God has called me to faith and good works, yeah. right? To love and good deeds. He wants me to do good. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's been this way from the beginning, right? Before the fall and after the fall. Do good. And the reason he wants us to do good is that uh, we would reflect the goodness of God, Mm -hmm. the character of God, that we would bless his creation and his creatures, particularly those made in his image even. Um, And it's this is regardless of how they are uh, in their day-to-day life. We are to do good to all people. Yeah. And Joe, I think this is uh, this, this passage or this not passage, but this, uh, like 689 as it's drawing upon scripture is, um, especially at the end of this, there's a bit of a warning. Like you said, uh, they're devised by men out of blind zeal or upon any pretense of good intention. So mm-hmm. I think as we're doing these good works, we need to continually, uh, be checking our heart and our motivation and our attitudes as Joe's talking about when he's saying, uh, you know, you're supposed to, Uh, love mercy. So we're supposed to be loving these things that we're doing because we are doing them in response to what God has uh, done for us. Uh, Because I I look at that, especially any pretense of good intentions, looking at Matthew 59, in vain Mm -hmm. do they worship me. Yeah. Right. Teaching as doctors, the commandments of men. And I mean, like this idea of in vain, do they worship me? Uh, How often then, you know, am I doing a good work out of a selfish heart mm. and in vain ob- obeying God. Right. Or not even obeying God, obeying the commandments of men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even right? worse. It's like it goes, it, you know, it, this breaks down. The breakdown uh, happens in a number of different ways. And I think a lot of us are, are tempted to you know, eschew good works uh, with, with sort of this this thinking way in the back of our minds. Like, well, I'm not saved by good works, so the good works are not that important. Um, and then we get tripped up on what real good works are, or we become very selective about the good works that we're passionate about or serious about, you know, like as I'm thinking about paragraphs one, two, and three, you know, I'm thinking like, all right, so what are the good works that, uh, God has called me to now they're in the Bible, of course, but when you look at your life and the relationships that you have, many of these good works are going to stand out because of your specific situation. You know, are are you a parent? Mm. Well, oh, this is good. Yeah, right. Yep. If you're a parent, then then what are the good works that God has called you toward your children mm-hmm. to not exasperate them, Jimmy? I've been around you and your kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't exasperate them either. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, where, like that's where I get all my exasperation out on. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, we, we especially I think fathers, right? Mm-hmm. It is easy for us to exasperate to to, to be a push, bit more hard nosed, right? To, to provoke our kids to anger, yeah. Um, but we're supposed to love them, train them, raise yeah. them, up, shepherd them, coach them, shepherd them. I mean, they're to disciple love them, them, disciple them. Think about the commandments that you know the the the, the good works that we're called to towards your spouses. Mm-hmm. Right for for wives to respect their husbands to show real respect, or for yeah. husbands to show 
genuine affection and love to towards give your you of yourself for her sacrificially. That's right? right. To protect her. These are command. What about the obedience? If you're, are you a member of a church? Mm. Oh, here we go. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah. Come on. McDonald this thing. Yeah, it's right. You got to do exactly what I say then because I'm the pastor. <laughs> no, is that not it? That's not it. Joe's got the mantle. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you're, but if you're a member of the church, what it means is that you have covenanted and committed yourself That's to that right. particular community. That means, yeah. So that means all of those one another passages that you read in the Bible to love one another and mm. show honor to one another and lift one another up in prayer and to rebuke one another and all that those are the good works that you're called to, to that particular community. That's right. So you should be looking for those opportunities. This breaks down into your vocation, recreation, all of these different areas, right? Uh, to, uh, to be kind, to be compassionate. One of the good works that you need to do is to forgive the person that's sinned against you, that you've been holding a grudge against. Ooh. That's a good work. So it's not always something that you, you know, do with your hand. Sometimes it's something that you do with your heart. You know, it's a, it's a good work. So I think we got to look carefully at our lives and let the word speak into it. Yes. And, uh, you know, one of the ways that you, I think you, they can do that, Jimmy, get into the word and mine it for what it's worth. I think they go and they should check out our ransom Bible study method. Oh yeah. You head out to the website, drvotion.com. They click on the resources page mm-hmm. and right there, we got the ransom Bible study method, or you just go drvotion.com slash ransom. Uh, right. there we've got it laid out there. We've, and actually we just kind of, we just taught on this at the conference. Right. Uh, people seem to, to resonate well with it. Um, but it's our a ta- way our tag team preaching. Yeah, that was fun. And yeah. it's, a, it's a way of interacting with scripture. A lot of you are already familiar with it. But it's a way of interacting with scripture that helps you to connect theology and experience. So you mm-hmm. can read it online. There's a, at the bottom of that page, there's, you can download a PDF that uh, Brian Malcolm formatted for you so it looks all good. Um, but that's one of the ways that you can, if you're going to take this seriously, what are the good works that God is calling me to? Check out that Ransom Bible Study Method and use this week, use this week in particular yeah. to dig deep into the will of God for you right now. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.